Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine. Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. On SAFM. Right, seven minutes after t- uh, two o'clock. We have a response that we got here from uh, the nurses, uh, Denosa, who have a concern with regards to what the president uh, spoke about the other day. And we have invited them to come onto the show to just give us their take on what was presented to us, Mr. Simon Tlongwani, who is the president of Denosa, who is joining us on the line. Good afternoon and thank you so much for joining us. Good afternoon, uh, uh, Pamela. Greetings to the listeners. Thank you for having us. I, I think, by and large, your response is we welcome the package, we welcome everything that's been put forward. Your concern is somewhere along the line you're missing the humanitarian relief fund. Yes. We, well, our, our, our appreciation is it goes a long way to the relief that has been given, particularly to the, to the west of communities and people in the, in the country. When you look at it, the old age grants, the disability grants, uh, child support grants, I mean, that is very, it will go a long way in putting food on the table and relieving a lot of people who are currently strained in terms of uh, basic human needs in this regard. But in the end, we then say, we're asking ourselves that as public servants, as nurses, were we forgotten? Are we forgotten heroes? Because remember, for now, we are not on shutdown. We don't lock down. We are working on daily basis. In fact, those who are using public transport who are nurses, when they get to a taxi in rural areas and other areas, even in difficult transportation areas, they get told right now by some of mm. the mm. taxi owners and drivers, they say to them, we know you used to pay so much, but you must pay for even this that are empty right there. So they pay double what they used to pay currently to get to work. Let's get but to the nuts and bolts. All in all, there is no relief in all these things. And it's just painful that you feel like you are in the cold phase, but you are fighting this pandemic. You are not even immune to it. Your children can get it, your families everywhere, but we are not thought of in Mr. this regard. Mr. That's the problem that we are Mr. having. Lohane, l- let's take it one chunk at a time so that we understand exactly what the issue is. Of course, you're speaking on behalf of the nurses, so that's that's your issue here. Initially, I remember um, and I don't know who, who made the commitment, but there was a commitment, um, so I don't know whether it was Department of Transport or who was going to take responsibility for that, I'm not sure, or health. But someone had made commitment to transport health workers is that still on the table? Well, let me inform, let me just to, to highlight you that uh, from what we have observed is that even in, prov- they, well, we had a meeting with the minister and the minister tasked all the MECs to provide transport. A mm-hmm. uh, majority of the provinces have still not provided. Those who have managed to provide, I can count, free state has done in some areas. Um, there's some difficult areas that they have said. But as we speak two days back, the same free state is retracted by issuing a secular that says no more transport and there's no provisions to, to that effect. Okay. But essentially, we are simply saying that we are strained in this particular area. We are not even appreciated. We have requested for danger allowance. Yeah. So, um, so, so, so as, as I said, as I said, let's take it one chunk at a time so people can follow where we're going with this. Okay. We, we, we know that it was broken up into three sections. And the one big chunk of the money that the president spoke about was um, really to go into the health sector. 
right? What yes, we I'm don't know, what we don't know yet, and maybe you're privy to this information, is to what extent some of that money will relieve some of the pressures that you're talking about. I know that very recently you also uh, were calling for the health department to speed up the process of putting those salaries up because there was an agreement at some point that the nurses' salaries will be upped. It didn't happen. Do you not know for sure if some of the money that's coming in to relieve the health system is not going to go to the nurses? Okay. Let me explain just two processes that have unfolded. One is that the two days before the lockdown, we tabled an issue at the beginning council that we think when we go to lockdown, because nurses will still be working and all that, we are asking that you provide danger allowance, which is not a foreign thing yes. for South African uh, public servants, because there are other public servants who are receiving danger allowance if you work in an area where it is anticipated that it's dangerous. So, mm. so we said, can you provide same for nurses? That was two, two days before the lockdown. And the employer representatives came back and said to us, we're asking for time to seek mandate from the employer, which mm. is the minister's. Mm. I tell you that last week, Friday, when we got back to the council, having the Zoom meeting and discussing, the same members who are representing government right there mm-hmm. responded by saying they still don't have a mandate from the government. It then says there is not thought, not, not thought about nurses that are there. But secondly, with regard to the issues of uh, wage increase, we, 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 we received a report back from government where government was adamant that they're not going to pay wage increase to the to the employees of government, public servants, or general, and that includes nurses. So what we have now engaged in a process of dispute, which will go through the processes, and the outcome might come. We'll start with, with conciliation, then arbitration. If it leads to whatever issue that might come after that, that will be a process. But then it says, precisely, public servants, including nurses, are not going to get an increase this year. They are saying they are waking. Some of them are getting this coronavirus. Some are even intubated, are sick. Their families are at risk. But no, when there's a relief, the relief comes. Even tax relief has been given to even companies. But public servants are not given anything. So, so, so Mr. Thongwani, part of the reason why I'm asking what I was asking you is, is this. You've said, for instance, they hadn't, the, the people that you're sitting on the table with currently had not received a mandate. We got the a statement from the president a couple of days ago. Today, the president is going to give us another address. The sentiment that says we haven't got a mandate yet, did you take that as negative? How do we know that part of the package that's coming will actually give you this dem- uh, this danger allowance? Do we know that for sure that you're not going to get it? Well, currently, we have no sign that tells us that we are going to get anything. Let me tell you what happens if the consideration is given. Yeah. You, you, you must consider the SONA in February. Mm. The president gave an indication of the thinking about the wage bill to be reduced. He was giving an indication that there is a thought of something happening at a bargaining council level. Now, our expectation when we looked at the president addressing the nation on Tuesday mm-hmm. was that he was going to even give a hint that there is a thought of particular processes with regard to people who are currently working in the cold phase, public servants or nurses or healthcare workers. He did not give that indication. What we have on record is his representative saying we do not have a mandate after they had three weeks, three weeks of consultation. And his speech comes close to four weeks after the lockdown, which means if they had any considerations, these ministers would have even by now 
started engaging us in that regard. Even now, they have never responded to say, we have something. They're not engaging us. They are representatives are saying they don't have a mandate, which means they have not told them that let's engage. But also, if there is any indication, they would say let's engage on the modalities of how do we take these things or what are you talking, what, what scenarios are we talking about? Okay. As we speak, they just don't have a mandate. We are not even talking scenarios. And why? You know, I I think the the country hears you and we really hear your plea. I'm just wondering if the the temperament is not going to set you back in the sense that the 500 million has just been announced. In other words, there couldn't have been a mandate before we knew where the money was going to come from, for instance, for this dem- from for this danger allowance or increase of wages. Do you not think perhaps maybe we could be a little patient with the rollout of the actual plan? Because all we know are, are big figures at, at executive levels. We don't know the detail yet. Are you not willing to engage before you start the processes, which I'm hearing from what you're saying, are going to go, uh, you know, into litigation and so on? No, let's separate the issues, uh, Camelo. The issue of a dispute, the government has said blindly, Mm. no increase. So the dispute process was was initiated by a deadlock, which means there is no other movement except a dispute. So that one separated. There's no more engagement on that one. Yes, Government I get is it. refusing point blank. I hear you. Now, with regard to the other one, yeah. there is engagement, mm-hmm. but we are not getting an indication. But be- believe me when I tell you this, I was I nearly cried yesterday. Mm. And how am I going to face a nurse mm. who just was tested positive for COVID-19 on Monday? Mm-hmm. And on Tuesday, he informs me. Oh, no, she informed me. Mm. On Wednesday, just just yesterday, then I get a message that that, that nurse is not able, able to breathe. It's using a machine. Mm. They are helping with an incubator to breathe. How do I explain to him that currently our government says nothing about you're risking your life? Mm. How do I explain it? That is the cry we are saying. And whether we're being impatient or not, not patient mm. in this regard, I think it could be a calculation issue. If mm. the president tonight says something about that, we will, have, we will breathe a sigh of a relief that at least we're being considered. Mm-hmm. But the question we had on Tuesday was, he never mentioned us. Mm-hmm. Are we even thought of, or are we forgotten heroes? It doesn't matter how many of us get COVID-19. It doesn't matter how many of us die. But are we forgotten that we are not even mentioned in the relief? Because that was speaking to socially relieve us. We are part of the same community. We are part of the people that are suffering in terms of the pain of what is currently happening. But nothing was said. So let me, let, me, let, let me ask you this, Mr. Tlangwani, just from where you engage, because I, you know, I know that you're not talking on the phone with the president directly, but, um, and I don't want to put words in his mouth. I don't know whether he had thought of you or not. I don't know. You're saying he, you were not mentioned, so you feel that way. But from the sentiment of the people you engage with, his representatives, do you feel like he has forgotten about you? Um, uh, the people who are engaging us don't give us any hint. In fact, they wish this matter was not even in the agenda. Mm. So it means we must not even talk about it. Hence, now we're resulting to saying we're telling the public our cry and we seek you to at least be sympathetic to us, feel for us as well. We are humans as well. We are in this struggle as well. We are not immune to the COVID-19 virus mm-hmm. itself. And we are not refusing to work, by the way. We are 
going knowing that I don't know whether tonight I'll come back with a virus and give it to my children, mm. my spouse, my family. I don't know. But we are crying. Can somebody feel for us? We're only asking for that. Nothing, nothing difficult. Sure. Thank you so much for making the time to talk to us. That's the president of DONOSA, the Democratic Nursing Organization of South Africa, Mr. Simon Longwani. As you said, it's a plea and uh, we just hope somebody is listening.